joining us for this podcast series from Citadel Chambers, a leading and progressive set of barristers specialising in crime and situated in the heart of Birmingham. We'll be taking a close look at the issues that impact on the cases the barristers deal with in court. If you're a barrister at another chambers, or if you're thinking about becoming a barrister, you'll be interested in our special podcasts about the working lives of the barristers at Citadel Chambers. I'm your host, Rebecca Harding, and I'll be joined by a range of experts from Citadel, from Queen's Council through to their junior barristers. They can all be contacted via the Citadel website, citadelchambers.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. here with um, John Binks, who's the director of Citadel Chambers. So John, um, tell me, it, I mean, it's really stressful for young people and they want to become, you know, come get a pupillage. How do they go about it? You know, how do you go about recruiting? Um, recruit, recruitment for pupillage is actually a very carefully managed process. Uh, it used to be the case uh, in, in the bad old days where if, if you knew somebody in a barrister chambers or your mum or dad was a barrister uh they could take you in in as a pupil uh really over the past 20 years that's been uh, radically uh reformed to ensure that everybody has a fair chance uh, and all recruitment to the bar now for pupillage effectively um is carried out by using the uh the portal um which is uh controlled and operated by by the bar council so effectively if anybody's looking for pupillage and and obviously uh, students coming out of of uh a bar school be very well drilled in this will know that at, that at particular times of the year the portal goes live and all chambers that are advertising for pupils they will find their adverts on the portal and they will apply through the portal Right, and the, but there aren't enough places for everybody, are there? It's it's quite no, dif- it's difficult. Yeah. So you need to get yourself organised, don't you? Well, it, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, 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 it n- numbers vary, but probably broadly speaking, at the moment, I, I would guess that are about a thousand uh, people going through bar school every, every year, mm. and and on average, there are probably in the region of about five hundred pupilages. There may be a bit more this year. I suspect a lot of chambers didn't take people on last year. Uh, right. We certainly didn't. Uh, and in fact, we'll be recruiting two people's, two pupils this year. So um, th- there may be a, a slightly larger amount. But people should always bear in mind, of course, that not only are, are they competing against the their fellow cohort from that year, yeah. they're competing against all the people from previous years that have done the bar exams and have still not got pupillage. Right. So it isn't simply, um, uh, you know, as, as easy as, um, yeah. say, com- competing with, with that year's intake, unfortunately. So you've really got to be at the top of your game when you're applying. So, I mean, how do you go about recruiting then when you've got such a big pool of people well, to choose from? Well, so we, we, we use the portal and I think our process is really pretty much equivalent to, to what any other chambers does uh we will start off with with a written process uh where we're looking at an application we're looking at a, a cv um i i would imagine an average year we'll probably be getting somewhere in the region of, of 300 applications um for for one or two pupillages uh, and obviously the first task that we have is to sift through those applications and decide uh, which of those people we're going to take forward to to the next stage so in general we're probably looking at about 20 to 30 people that we make 
take through to a second stage from about 300. Wow, that is that is difficult, isn't it? So what? So in that first stage, what is it you're looking for? Um, what we're looking for are applications which are concise, uh, which are clear, and which are persuasive. Um, we, you know, we view um, an application as a piece of written advocacy. I was going to say, those are exactly the skills you want to yeah, barrister. This is, this is a piece <laughs> of written advocacy. It, it isn't a letter, and, and, that, and that's, that, that's often where people fall foul. And although you say it's, it's difficult to choose probably one in, in ten from 300 applications, frankly, an awful lot of them leap out at us. Really? And, yeah. and an awful lot of them, at first glance, uh, we can see that that person isn't for us. It doesn't mean that they're not for any chambers, but it, it isn't really meeting the criteria that we we are looking for. Right. Okay. So I think that by by getting a good applica- a good letter together and remembering those three rules, certainly as far as we're concerned, um, it already gets somebody ahead of the game. Right. And what happens after that? So they they get through that first stage. And- um, well. Our, our process could, could vary um, f- from then on. Uh, some years, for example, we may have so many at stage one uh, that we feel that we'd want to have a, a second look at some of those people before deciding who we will take the final interview. Um, on other years, um, we've, we've looked at two or 300 applications and we can already see that we've probably got down to about um, 15 or 20 and we might decide that in that instance we will go straight to final yeah. interviews. Yes, and you just do a final interview then. And what are you looking for in that final <coughs> interview? What's, um, what's going to really swing it for you in finding those two people <laughs> out of all of those? Well, for, for, for us, um, for, for us primarily, we are a criminal chambers, OK? So the, the way at the moment that, that crime operates at the criminal bar, particularly for those in, in the first few years is that people will be doing an awful lot of cases. They may be doing two or three cases a day. They will be doing often return cases for more uh, senior members. And because of the nature of the bar, that means they will regularly be on a case where they will never see the client they have on a particular day after they meet with him, and they will never have seen him before them. So the, the question we are asking is probably the same question an average client is asking, right. is that when somebody walks in the interview, we are probably expecting within a couple of minutes for them to give us some confidence that they've got the potential for doing the job. Yeah. And if they've not done that for us, they probably won't have done it it's for the for client. client. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, that's quite a difficult thing for young people to do. So, there, <laughs> I mean, yeah, bearing in mind that a lot of them are still going to be quite nervous yeah, doing yeah. this. So, what? Where are they going to get that sort of experience from? Are there jobs that they could have done in the past, or how do how do they how do they gain that for themselves? Well, I know that's quite a hard question, but it, you know, it, if you want is. to help well, people to prepare, I, I would say that, that more often than not, and probably this gets back to the, what we're talking about earlier. More often than not, the pupils that we take will not be people that got pupillage the first year out of law school. 
they've so done something else. If you've got those thousand people coming through, five hundred are getting pupillage at the first go. Probably our average pupil will not be one of those 500 because when we see them, they've probably spent a year working for a firm of solicitors or they spent a year in, in a law centre and it gives them, it, it gives people a remarkable amount of maturity, that extra work. Yes. And I think does. that when they walk in, in, in the room mm-hmm. uh, and they try and convince you you can do the job, uh, I think that shows. Yeah, and a bit of experience in developing yeah, a legal yeah, environment. Yeah. Yeah, sort of helps so and it's them. certainly not the end of the world for us for those reasons, if, if people don't get pupillage first time. You know? Yeah, no, that's really interesting. So what would your top tips be? So for somebody sitting there today <laughs> listening to you now and they go, oh, I hope I'm good enough, what would, what would your tips be to them? My, my tip would be point number one, don't really consider... Um, a career at the bar unless you think you've got the confidence for doing the job okay it's it's a job that requires enormous confidence Mm. and and obviously confidence can can develop nobody expects anybody in day one of 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 bar school or day day one of pupillage to 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 be a, a a finished article (laughs) but you know you you do need a sort of a kernel of of, of confidence about you and right. and a, an ability to um, to impress. The other thing I'd say to people, and it's a very easy thing to say, is 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 don't be terrified. You know, a- actually, when people come in and we interview them, we want more than more than anything for the right person to walk through the door. Yeah. We want people to succeed. Yeah. So, so, so I'm terrified sitting next to you, John. <laughs> I, 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 I would hope so, uh, but you know, we we don't we, we, we're not there, and, and I know I know some chambers do this. You know, we're, we're not we're not there no. to sort of ask people horrible questions or trick questions or make yeah, life difficult yeah, for people. Um, we we want people to be able to show us what they've what they've got basically. You want we're, them to shine, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. And, and they yeah. are under a bit of pressure, and but that's what court is. You know, it is it is pressure. Um, you know, and, and the other thing, the other thing I would say to people is, try and remember that that applying for pupillage is not applying for a job. Okay. Yes. Of These course, people of do not work for us, um, yeah. and and that is important because when somebody walks in front of a pupillage committee, I'm I'm sitting there listening to them, uh, but also you know there will be probably about half a dozen members of chambers sat there as well, ranging from QCs down to fairly yeah. junior members. And basically, Citadel Chambers is their club. And when somebody walks in through the door, one of the questions they're asking themselves is, do I want this person in my club? Yes. So it isn't, it isn't just a question of, do I think this person is going to be a, a brilliant barrister? It's, do I want to be working with this person for the next 30 years? Do Whether I they're want... a good colleague. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. is this a person I think I'm, I'm going to get along with? Is this a person that I want to be seen representing Citadel Chambers in, in other courts? Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean we're, we're, we're an old boys' network and, and we're just looking for, you know, white... Uh, middle-class males, far from it. I think if anyone looks at our website, they'll see we're a very, very diverse yes, chambers, and true. we're looking for diverse people. But we're also looking for people um, that we think will be a fit with us. 
And because we're so diverse, those could be people from any background. But, you know, people want people that they think they're going to like. And I suppose that goes the other way as well, that when uh, um, somebody comes in for an interview, they need to remember that it's their opportunity to see whether they would get on with you too. Exactly, yeah, because they've got to be, you know, they've they've got to be happy. And um, we invest in pupillage. I know applicants really often see it from their side, but from our side, we invest an awful lot of time and money in developing a pupil. Absolutely. we want some return from that for Chambers, you know, Mm. and uh, therefore we are looking for people that we think will be be a fit and we are looking for people that we think will stay with chambers you know a conversation we'll often have when people have walked out of the room is actually that person looks great but do we think they'll stay do we think they'll be here in in 15 years or or 20 years Uh, and, and if we think they won't stay if we think for example they've not got a genuine interest in crime because we only do crime. You know, in lots of other chambers, you might do a crime pupillage if you don't like crime. You could do some family work or some civil work. All we do is crime. Yes. So what we're thinking is, right, is this person going to stay? And sometimes we've seen people that are really, really good. Uh, and academically, they're outstanding. Mm. And we might think, well, yeah, we'll like them, but I don't think they'll stay with us. Oh, that's really uh, interesting. And, yeah. you know, so, and that's a big factor. You know, we want people that are going to be long-term members of Chambers. And, and of course, there's a point about developing their careers as well, because, you, you know, you are investing in them and they're going to have a future. So you want to develop them as people and feel that if they stay, you're going to put a lot of effort into them yeah, and, and yeah. time, aren't you? So. Yeah, and, and we're looking for people, frankly, that we think we can develop. Mm. You know, there are... And, and, you know, we've all been in a position where... For whatever reason, um, you know you're going to have to convince somebody, for example, to do things differently. Um, and we've got to do that in order to develop people. Yeah. And sometimes you might look at somebody and think, well, you know, we don't think we can really do that with that person. Um, so they're not good to listen. Yeah, exactly. So although, you know, you've, <laughs> we're looking for a degree of confidence, you can go too far. Yeah. We're looking for people that <laughs> yeah. also we think are going to listen and will want to work and will want to improve themselves Absolutely. and put the work in. And put the work in. Because um, yeah. the final thing I'd say, and I say at all interviews, the criminal bar is very, very hard work, and that's the first thing people have got to understand. That's brilliant. John, thank you so okay. much. Thanks. That's great. Thank you so much for joining us. This podcast was brought to you by Citadel Chambers, a leading and progressive set of barristers specialising in crime and situated in the heart of Birmingham. If you want to get in touch with any of our speakers in this podcast episode, then please visit our website, citadelchambers.com. All the views expressed in this podcast are individual opinions and do not constitute professional advice. If you want to see how an issue applies to your own situation, then please talk to us directly to obtain professional advice.